welcome back to another episode of the Silver Screen Scream Show. My name is Chris. It's nice talking to you again. Uh, today's episode, we're going to talk about my five, my top five favorite video games that are scarier to me. My top five scariest games I've played. That sounds better. Uh, I'm going to go over the video games. Uh, after I say the title, I'm going to go over the setting or the summary, and then I'm going to go over what I enjoyed about it and uh, just... You know, talk about these five games that I love and would highly recommend you playing. Uh, number five is Alan Wake. Uh, the summary is the story follows best-selling thriller novelist Alan Wake as he tries to uncover the mystery behind his wife's disappearance during a vacation in the small fictional town of Bright Falls, Washington, all while experiencing events from the plot in his latest novel, which he cannot remember writing, coming to life. Uh, this video game was very suspenseful. It wasn't exactly terrifying, but it was very suspenseful. Uh, playing it in the dark with headphones in, you were definitely immersed in this, you know, this story, this crazy story about this writer. One thing I love the most about it, it kind of reminds me of Stephen King in a way. You know, it's definitely a Stephen King type story. Uh, he likes writing about novelists. You know, Alan Wake is a novelist, and a lot of freaky things happen. Uh, the enemies were, it was very interesting on how to kill him. You had to shine him with a flashlight to weaken him, and then you shoot him, and they disappear. Uh, it was very crazy, you know, very fluid video game. Uh, it was for Xbox 360 only. Uh, I highly recommend you playing it if you haven't. Uh, it's, you know, came out quite a few years ago. <clears throat> I think around 2010, maybe, 2011, maybe earlier. I'm not 100% sure. I know it's around that area, but I would highly recommend playing that one. Uh, number four is Until Dawn. The summary starts with, When eight friends are trapped on a remote mountain retreat and things quickly turn sinister, they start to suspect they aren't alone. Gripped by fear and with tensions in the group running high, you'll be forced to make snap decisions that could mean life or death for everyone involved. Every choice you make in your terrifying search for answers, even the seemingly trivial ones, will carve, you, carve out your own unique story. With spine-tingling performances from a Hollywood cast, including Hayden Panettiere, I think is his name, uh, brought to life with the power of PlayStation 4, your actions alone will decide who survives until dawn. This game is a PlayStation exclusive. It's made by the people that made Heavy Rain, I believe, which is another incredible video game. Uh, it's not exactly terrifying. It's more of a mystery thriller. This one, on the other hand, is, you know, your classic horror video game. Uh, it reminds me of a very cliche uh, movie. You know, the cast, some of them are a little stupid and witty, and some are stupid, some are witty. It's it's a very incredible game. It's, one of, it's actually sort of like a movie and uh, definitely has some good... Uh, good what what's the word for it uh they definitely had some good turns you know things that i didn't expect of it and you know i would highly recommend that one i believe that came out in 2015 uh number three incredible game uh outlast 2 which came out in 2017 the summary is independent journalist blake and lynn Langerman crash their helicopter on a remote village in the Arizona desert, which is inhabited by a murderous cult that believe the end of time is upon them. 
Lynn disappears and Blake's only choice is to run, hide, and survive in order for both of them to get out alive. This video game, I'm not going to lie, freaked me the fuck out. The whole video game, this thing was fucked up. The first Outlast game was great. This one, I'm scared of cults. Uh, I don't know if I told you all that. And this game definitely uh, has those and they are very fucking weird. And it's incredible. Uh, you know, it's one of those games where you can't fight back. You have no choice but to run and hide or you die. And there's some incredible monsters. There's this weird monster with like a long tongue that chases you around. Some weird demonic monsters that chase you around every, everywhere. This game gave me a lot of anxiety. I had to take a break from it for a little bit just to kind of, you know, because I played it in the dark with headphones and it was very immersive, you know, very loud. Uh, they just, I think the company was Red Barrel. They did an incredible job with these games and I hope they make a third one. I hope they continue making this because the stories are just absolutely insane. It's just an incredible video game. I highly recommend that one. I believe it's like $30, maybe 40 could be less. I think I paid 40 when it came out. Number two is Resident Evil 7. came out in 2017, I believe, as well. This game was absolutely incredible. Uh, the summary is an ordinary man must embark on a search to find his missing wife that leads him to an abandoned house where a mysterious family lives who harbor an evil secret within the house and themselves. I don't know if you all have played Resident Evil, but before Resident Evil 7, they were definitely going on the action route, I believe. Uh, Chris Redfield, even though I love Chris Redfield, I love all the characters. It just got really action-packed and weird and sci-fi driven. It wasn't really a terrifying video game. Resident Evil 6 wasn't really that great of a video game, in my opinion. I, don't, I haven't even beat it, I don't think other than Leon's story. But uh, Resident Evil 7 is a complete, you know, turnaround, and it's very different. It's first person, uh, and it reminds me a lot of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You run into this family, and they are absolutely bonkers. They are insane. Uh, there's Jack. Uh, I can't remember what the mother's name is, but Jack gave me nightmares. I literally had nightmares waking up. Uh, and sweats because this guy is just insane. He's sitting there laughing, chasing you around everywhere. Uh, I highly, highly recommend Resident Evil 7 if you haven't played it. And you, I don't think you really have to play the other ones. This one's sort of like a reboot in a way. Uh, it has nothing to do with the past video games other than, you know, your basic storyline of Umbrella. And if they had anything to do with it, which I will not spoil for you just in case you haven't played it because... Uh, I will say Umbrella's in it, but I can't say if they had anything to do with it or not. But I highly recommend it. Very good. Uh, top, you know, that's my second favorite video game in the genre. It's awesome. But number one, number one is absolutely terrifying, and that would be PT. And if you all haven't played it, it was supposed to be the reboot to the Silent Hill franchise with Norman Reedus. And that game was the scariest, absolute scariest game I've ever played in my life. And the guy uh, just canceled it, just canceled the whole game. 
Took it off the PlayStation Store. It was going to be a PlayStation exclusive as well. Took it off the store. So if you have it and it's still downloaded, kudos for you because I can't download it anymore. That game is absolutely terrifying. Uh, it's the best. You, it's one. You know, it's in one house and you just go in a square. Really, you just walk in down one hall, down the other down another you open door and it repeats constantly but it goes from this twitching ghost me and my friend Luke uh, Luke if you ever listen to this you know I hope you remember me and him were playing this game and we saw this little ghost at the end of the hall and it was twitching closer to us and I was like holy shit and I was like I don't think it got, comes to us and he's like no it probably will and I was like I don't know I guess we'll check and we got closer and we got so close, it freaked out. It went like 30 miles per hour toward us, uh, twitching all over the place, screaming. We jumped and screamed like really freaking loud. And that was us being like 18 or 19 years old. It was absolutely insane. And I wish I could play it again. I wish they made it. You know, maybe he'll change his mind and start development soon. He's doing a game called Death Stranding. I think it's Konami is his name. Could be wrong. Correct me if my wrong if I'm wrong because he's brilliant. Uh, but Death Stranding also has Norman Reedus, so he's probably like, oh, I'm gonna do this right now. But I swear he needs to make this game because this game was terrifying. You got them ghosts, you got this psychological aspect to it, and there's even a dead fetus. Well, it's not dead actually. You find this fetus in the sink, and it literally starts crying and moving around. It's it's freaking crazy. That is the scariest game I've ever played. If you've played it, tell me how you think of it, if you've beat it, because it's confusing to me. Uh, it's very long. Uh, it's about two or three hours long, and it's literally just going through rooms. Uh, you got to find little clues that help you get to the next step of it. But that is my top five uh, favorite video games in the horror genre. Like I said, it will change. And... Uh, that'll be it for this episode. Uh, it's not a long episode, but next week's episode should be fun. I finally got another mic. That way we can have some guests. And I believe if things go right, I'm either going to play a game or I'm going to talk about Stranger Things because Stranger Things is amazing. And uh, I'd like to talk about that. Hopefully my brother, he's a big Stranger Things fan as well. Hopefully I can get him on the podcast and we can talk about that uh let me know if you all have any ideas of what you want in the podcast you know i'm always down to do whatever you all want to do if you want me to review a movie uh, check out a movie play a game that you all recommend uh you know different things like that i'd like to have people in here and interview them about different things that they do like if they're doing a haunted house i'd like to interview on them on what they what made them want to do that and everything uh, just little things like that. I'd love to have more people on the pod now that I have an extra mic. I can definitely do it. Uh, but that'll be all for this week's episode. I hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Just before we quit this episode, I do want to talk about the fact that you might hear a little echo. Uh, I'm not. Rec- I was recording the podcast in a camper for a while. That's probably why you all heard the leaves and the birds and little things like that. And now I'm in, I uh, turned one of my closets into an office. I turned it into a office is what I call it. 
Uh, but I'm still in the process of getting it, uh, the acoustics right. So for a little bit, you might hear a little bit of echoes, but you know, maybe you'll be interested in seeing how I can change the sound of it. So just wanted to let you all know that a little PS there and we'll see you next week.